y'all? It's your girl Lex P. And it's your girl Dre and Nicole. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts. What's up, Dre? What's up, T? <laughs> I couldn't oh, say no. what's up, L. It wasn't gonna matter. You I guess I could have said what's up, Lex P. But there's too many words. What's up, Lex P? Oh. You ain't got no rhythm, bro. I told. I you. feel like what's up, T was fine, and that is your initial. Well, you y'all want to know what it stands for? No, we're not gonna go there. <laughs> but I just know, like you know, I got more rhythm than you. I think we know that. Cause you know who said that? You well, you know they got the rapper Lil Kiki. They used to call me Lil PP back in the day. So, um... Who used to call you Lil P.P.? The hood. Lil Mauriceville? <laughs> Why you gotta go there, dog? You just don't want to give me my props. But that's where you from, right? I'm from a lot of places. I so, don't of... I, I don't think that count. I don't think Lil it P. ain't no... They I don't think call... it's nobody that's well-respected out of yeah. Mauriceville. They used to call me Lil P.P. Then when I started running with Zero and them, they used to call me Piro. When did you start running with Z? How you make it from Lil Mauriceville to Mo City? I mean, I done been around the block. Been around the world and now, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you was moving. I was moving. You was really moving because that's a long way. Man, what's up, sis? What you been what's doing? Up? What's good, queen? Um, I had a very, very uh, adventurous weekend, to say the least. What made it adventurous? I mean. I just saw a lot of people. Um, I was just, I never go outside, so I went outside a little bit. And I met a few few of the uh, listeners, which was cool. I always like to meet the listeners, but, you know, just cutting up the huge. You had a good time? You was being safe? You had your mask on? I was going to say, if I wore a condom. Well, I don't know. I know not to ask that. <laughs> Why? Safety first, kids. <laughs> Safety first. No, but um, no, yeah, I had a good weekend. I turned up, linked with some friends. You know, how was your weekend? My weekend was cool. I, you know, no, we don't know. You do know, <laughs> actually. Let's know. Um, you know, I I had a little mini trip. Mm-hmm. I went to New Orleans for a few days. Popping that pussy in a pandemic. I know that's right. <laughs> a queen. You better get I went, it. I went to New Orleans for like two days. I just got back okay. yesterday. I had fun. You know, the food in New Orleans is always really, really good. How's the dick in New Orleans? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because the person I went to see is not from New Orleans. Oh, so, and okay. he doesn't live there. So okay, okay. I'm not quite sure how the dick in New Orleans is. But the dick that I got in New Orleans was immaculate. <laughs> <laughs> we love to hear it, sister. Pussy popping in the On pan. a handstand. Mm-hmm. On a handstand in the pandan. <laughs> I am fucking dead. Okay, so let's get into these topics, sis. Okay. Um, you can go ahead and introduce the first one. Okay. Oh, Lord. Here we go. So for the first topic, I kind of wanted to talk about, like, how women always put so much emphasis on, oh, I'm successful. I got my shit together. Which is great. Like, mm-hmm. that's great to be able to say that about yourself. I feel like we can say that about ourselves, you know. Mm-hmm. But these niggas don't give a fuck. Because <laughs> they don't. What do you mean? Wait, what do you mean by they don't give a fuck? Rich men, okay. more specifically, shall like I BDBs. say. BDBs. Don't really give a fuck about that. Like, if that's what you're trying to, if that's who you're trying to date and that's how you, um, who you're trying to attract, them type of niggas don't care about that type of stuff. What they care about is, is your womb healthy? 
Oh, I know mine. Can not. you bear them some kids? Mm. Are you beautiful? Is your face cute? Mm-hmm. Are you submissive? That's true. And do you got low mileage? But honestly, they don't even care about that either. I so think sometimes they care a little bit about they've that. Been re- they've been fucking the same three bitches in Hollywood since 1964. They don't care. Fucking and fucking and wifing is two different things. They, and the same girls being getting... To- not. I don't want to say tossed around, mm-hmm. but... I don't think they care about that. Get, we all have known and seen a few times getting engaged means nothing. It's too much shade today. I'm just being honest. Getting engaged means nothing. But, How many times do people get engaged but they don't get married? I'm talking about women who have actually made it down the aisle okay, and but, married BDBs. Well, you just said if they had mileage on them, like, but they're still getting in relationships. And this is not my opinion. This is not my opinion. Let me go ahead and say that. This Mm -hmm. is not my opinion that you have to have low mileage because we know that Honda Civic done been around the block. First of all, bitch, this is not a Honda Civic. What is it? I woke up in that new Bugatti. Hey! It it ain't even a Bugatti. Niggas don't even drive those no more. What you got? You know they came out with a new Hummer. I'm a ghost. Okay, we can get with that. I would say I'm more of a... A Maybach. A ghost, a new Maybach truck. I'm more of an Acura. You know, they got... Re- Acura? They got remodeled and they look like a Lexus, but it's really not a Lexus. But it drive good and it's stable. A Acura don't look like a Lexus. The new ones do? You ain't seen it. T- look, this is a 2021 model now. Don't play with it. I don't think you should devalue yourself I'm like that devalued. and call yourself an Acura. You know, like it, Drake got a song where he was talking about an Acura, but he was talking about it like, I remember when we used to drive okay, the Acura. Okay, so I'll be a and, Ford. Like a rock. Oh, like a rock. Was it, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that the Ford commercial? I, I, that or might be Chevrolet. Hey, I'll be a Chevy. Hey, them Chevy Equinox. They be they be lasting long. Aren't those energy saving cars? Exactly. So you should be a Tesla. If you go, you need to aim higher. I'm gonna need for you to I'm, aim higher. I'm being realistic. I'm not about to say you are gonna get a Tesla when you really getting a Chevy. Why would I lie? But why aren't you a Tesla? Because I'm not doing the shit that a Tesla does, hun. This ain't no Tesla pussy. I be pied. <laughs> so. But like, I'm, but yeah, but like, low mileage is not a standard that I am saying I feel like you need to have. Right, right. It's what I do think that those type of men care about, and I do think that I a hundred percent. But when I say disagree. low mileage, I also don't necessarily mean. I mean, perception. Perception is key because uh-huh. you might not necessarily have low mileage, but to his knowledge, because mm-hmm. he don't know no niggas that fucks you. You see where I'm going with I this? I see where you're going with this. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. But you got to realize a lot of times, just because you were in a public relationship with this rapper or this athlete, that doesn't mean the next rapper or the next athlete is not going to gal you. Because sometimes you know how it is in this in this industry, they feel like that puts more value on you. They be like, because oh, another nigga wanted, yeah. Shit. They be like, oh shit, uh, Drake wanted her. Well, shit, I want her too. Like, but niggas are corny like mm-hmm. that. But that's why I always say like. I don't really care to date somebody who's, I guess, like, popping or, like, I just want somebody who's ambitious and just as successful as I am. Mm -hmm. Because that stuff, dealing with industry people, gets real, real corny, real, 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 real quick. And the same thing is, like, I don't want my man 
to be not caring what a girl has going on. Because you just gonna fuck with this girl cause she and she a bum just cause she bad. But that's what I was getting at too. I feel like that's why a lot of the time you and I aren't necessarily those type of men type. Like mm-hmm. physically maybe, yeah, and what we look like on the outside. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we're like building a business, we're bu- building a brand, we're creating a name for our own selves, we're creating our own fortune and stuff. Like a lot of dudes don't like that because they feel like that means that you don't need them. I mean Which look, you don't. Well, I got please. I definitely need it, but... I mean, but at some point, I feel like in the near future... I'll have more than three dollars. You won't need it, you know? Right, And so that can kind of scare me in a way because a lot of the time, let's be real, that's how men control a lot of women is with With money. money. Mm -hmm. Um, I wouldn't say that they don't necessarily value them. I think that they do value them, but they just maybe can't handle it. Because like you said, a lot of men want that woman that they can control but they don't realize a lot of successful women they want that they want somebody who is going to that they can be submissive to but it's like you can't lead if you don't know how to lead yeah but i don't know i don't necessarily i don't want to say that they don't value successful women i think that they don't though it's just a challenge. It's for it's them. but it's it's lack of value but it just depends on what what they're looking for though as well because it's like if they just want to fuck of course they're not gonna, you know, go for a successful woman because if you're dealing with a successful woman, you're gonna have to court her, you're gonna have to do things for her versus somebody. And see, I disagree with that. What? I disagree with that. I feel like with women a lot of women that are super successful, you don't have to court them and you don't have to date them. Why do you say that? Because they use they got their own money and shit. So they don't really be caring about that. A lot of them they just be wanting dick and companionship. Oh hell no. I can't relate. I'm, of, I, that's of why course. I got $3. <laughs> of course we can't relate. But I'm saying, like, how many times have we heard stories about women that are super successful that they always end up dating, like, men that don't have as much money th- as them, that are not as successful? That is true. And that's because I feel like if you have everything in the world that you could possibly want materialistically and you have all of this money and you're financially stable, you don't have to want for anything, then all you probably want is some companionship and some dick. So I feel like sometimes those type of women, you don't have to court them and them them bitches be tricking on niggas to get niggas to fuck with them. This is giving me very much how Stella got her groove back. You remember? This conversation? Mm-hmm. Well, what you just said. Cause Stella but it's wanna... real. And that's what happened. And then he turned it over. He, was, he liked to suck dick. That didn't happen in the movie, though. But it happened in the book. <laughs> no, <laughs> it didn't happen in the book either. It happened in real life. You don't remember? Who? The lady who wrote How Stella Got Her Groove, that, that book was about oh, her. Oh, what's her name? to Jamaica. What was that lady's name? I can't remember. It started with a T. But it's like when you saw the dude, it's like, how did you not know, sis, that he was just trying to get over here? Because he was like, yes, I gave Stella her groove back. I sure did. And I said, oh, <laughs> I shall did. The tea was hot, hun. I said, Ooh. Ooh, we. I said, no, ma'am. But yeah, so I don't know. Like I said, I feel like, yeah. I feel like you more so got a court bitches like us. <laughs> that got $3. Speak <laughs> for yourself. I got I, six. Because <laughs> first of all, let me tell y'all something. Licks don't have $3. Yes, I but do. But we gonna go with that. We gonna run with that narrative because she likes to run with it. You don't have three dollars no more. Yes, I do. I Anyways, so if she got three, I got six. Mm, you better double that pussy up on me. Double honey. up. 
double up here. I don't think that's what Nip was Run it up. About. I ain't telling no lies. But um, I'll take it. But I don't think, like I said, I don't necessarily agree with you because I feel like a successful woman, that has nothing to do with her success. That just has to do with her personal values. Cause to me, what do you mean? Because I don't care if I got $3 in the bank or $3 million, A man is still going to have to court me, period. That and it has nothing to do with. I what's agree in my with bank you, account. but I also think that we haven't made it to that level of success yet, to where we realize how hard it is to date once you're somebody who's successful. It's hard to date when I'm poor. It don't get no easier. I imagine. I would imagine it doesn't get more easier either, but I definitely feel like yeah, it's gonna get harder though. It's gonna be way more difficult to have somebody. I'll say this: to find gets, the right person. If it gets worse than it already is, it I'm is. very afraid. I got your back. Oh no, thank you. I've seen your choice of men. <laughs> what? What's wrong with the niggas I date? The same thing that's wrong with the niggas I date. What's wrong with my niggas? They all stupid. Oh man, I love my niggas. <laughs> Ooh. You sure do. I really do. I love them now. Mm-mm. And not that it's them. Yeah, it is. See, if you was a one woman. It's only one. If you was a one uh, man woman like me, you wouldn't A one it. man woman. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. You was about to, no, because you was about to say a one woman man. <laughs> That's enough. But anyways, no, it is only one. Okay. All right. So let us know how y'all feel about men dating um, successful women. And do you feel like they value Successful they don't. Women. They just want you to pop them babies out. My womb is full of Tito's and Red Bulls, so I'm not popping out <laughs> shit. It's like, they're going to be very disappointed what come out of this them womb. Them babies going to have down. It's going to, you know, we're not going to go there. Okay, so uh, the next topic I wanted to talk about. Alcohol fetal syndrome. <laughs> it's going to be mode in Playing with you. My baby going to come out on the hook. Lit. Ooh, it's going to be a... Oh, Not on the hooks. On the hooks. My baby gonna come out and be like, what a watermelon mint at, hun? Period. They gonna come out <laughs> smelling like watermelon mint. <laughs> Period. Okay. So they gonna be in the hospital like. <laughs> <laughs> My pussy the smell nurses, like. They gonna be like. <laughs> we never smelled that before. <laughs> Not my pussy smelling like hookah. Watermelon meat, be Hookah and Tito's. <laughs> Damn, that's embarrassing. Easy. Mm, okay, so I wanted to talk about, because uh, there has been a lot going on mm-hmm. these past two weeks. And our name has been, you know, drugging things that we don't necessarily have to do with. But I know we have talked about this on a past episode before. So I wanted to talk about big content creators um, being inspired by smaller content creators. Mm-hmm. So, um, I feel like when we created this show, we just kind of did our own thing. We didn't take from anybody. We was just kind of sitting in front of a camera and kind of doing our thing. But for somebody... we're creative. Well... And we one of a kind. I'm dead. But so how there's do you, that. But how do you feel like... What is the proper way to say, oh, this person inspired me? Like, if it's somebody who has, like two listens on their podcast a week and you getting like a hundred thousand listens and you see something in that podcast, but you want to do it yourself. Is there a proper way to go about that? Um, I definitely feel like you can give the person their credit. Like mm-hmm. you could be like inspired by mm-hmm. in the credits or like in your description box or mm-hmm. whatever and put the other person's YouTube link or podcast link or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's definitely always um, a respectful way to give people credit for being inspired by them. Right. However, sometimes. What? You got to take a sip? 
Yeah. Because sometimes I feel like people don't be inspired by other people either. Mm. But people... But people... So you're, sometimes you think that people think that people are copying them when they're necessarily not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say this. A year ago, we had an episode, and I was mad, bitch. I was going off because I felt like somebody had took the title of our podcast or And they did. And But I'll say this. With me, I feel like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you're doing because at the end of the day, you can, somebody can start a podcast right now and be like, I'm going to call it Poor Mind and take the S off. But guess what? You ain't got these vocals. You can't sing like me. Me, me, me. It's only one Lex P in this motherfucker. And that's Lex. I mean, right. I agree with you. So I feel like I But I do still feel like it is annoying, though. Even if you know that it's not someone else that's like you, it is still annoying for other people to be trying to be like you. Like, I'm the type of person, and I've always felt this way. People love to say, oh, imitation is the biggest form of flattery. For me, it's not, bitch, be you. Don't be like me. Like, that's not flattering to me for Mm -hmm. you to be trying to be like me. Because God made me how he made me. He made me in his likeness and in his image. And he He made you. Damn, God did make me in his image. That means he ain't got no ass because he sure (laughs) hold me. And I had to go buy one. God bad built. That's a lie. He he gotta have ass because he made me. Well, we must have two different gods, bitch. Yeah, I mean, you know, people do pray to different people. <laughs> but anyway, so but, I just gotta think about that. But Damn. yeah, so I feel like you not being you, number one, mm-hmm. is doing the world a disservice. Because it's only one... Well, for some people. <laughs> for some people. <laughs> we'll be better off without you. <laughs> but what is... Now, see, you can't say that. You I didn't say, say that to nobody specific. If you, I mean, I don't know. If you took it personal. <laughs> That's that. That's that. Uh, hornitos. <laughs> Keep that going, we man. You was getting to a good point. I know, but you done distracted me like you always do, and I don't forgot. Nah, I don't fucking forgot what I was saying. What was my point? You were saying that um, it's been a long <laughs> change is gonna come. Okay, now and y'all gonna be creative. That's all I'm saying. Nah, but yeah, I was just saying that like <laughs> okay, I forgot what I was saying. No, Go ahead, I'll, I'll I'll take it. I'll take it away. I feel like um, the podcasting lane is fucking wide open, especially for black creators. <clears throat> you have to realize there is a million and one podcast with two black women, two, three, four, maybe even five black women sitting at a table and talking about relationships, about sex, about anything. It, it's going to happen because this is what we like to talk about. This is what we're going through. Things are happening in life. Now I remember what I was about to Hold say. Hold on, let me finish now. So, with that being said, just because person A and B are having this conversation, it's going to be a totally different conversation between C and D. You feel me? Well, what I was about to say was I feel like you're doing yourself a disservice to not be yourself. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. Because at the end of the day, if you're not being you, how do you know if people are going to receive you? Because mm-hmm. you're not even being yourself. You're trying to be like, for example, they trying to be like you or they trying to be like me. You're not even trying to be yourself. So how do you know it's how people are going to like receive you. you? Bitch, no, it ain't. All I got to do is talk like this. It's Drea. What you look like, though? Ooh. <laughs> now, see how you get shiny? We ain't had to go there, dog. We ain't had to take it there. And and we not talking about how I talk. What's your personality like? Cause my the way I talk. You got a good personality. The huh? way I talk, girls don't tap me yeah. out. Y'all don't even. 
even fuck with you like that. <laughs> no, nah, I, I don't even fuck, fuck with you like that. Because you just try. Y'all see how she be trying to play me? Then she be trying to be friendly. No, but let me say this because I was so happy on the episodes that's been dropping lately. Because people be trying to be like, "Oh, Dre, Dre," they was like, "You funny, bro." But I've been saying that. Duh. Was okay, hold on, wait. Now see how I can't compliment. Take it back. Nah, you bit. can't. Cause I I been funny. I know, but a lot of people don't catch your humor. Is what I'm saying. And I don't care, cause chicks still be getting drawn <laughs> and written. Ooh, who cut you? Chicks? Y'all ain't gotta think I'm funny. Uh, but I'm glad y'all see now. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, so like I was saying, I do feel like um, there's no way to really copy somebody if you're super unique and creative in your process of creating something. And that's why I say like I feel like a lot of people like they'll write into our show. That's what I did um the episode on Patreon, how to start a podcast because I don't feel like, oh, I have to keep this information to myself because at the end of the day, I want everybody to be successful. But like, everybody can't start a podcast. Okay. <laughs> you always being super... This is what I told you last week. You always candy-coating shit trying to be friendly. I'm not. You can't... Everybody can't start a podcast. Everybody is not that interesting. Well, well. So, uh... Damn, I forgot my train of thought. I'll say this. Because I was speaking in facts. Well, no, it's true. But like I said, but if I have information to help somebody that wants to start, because how would have I have felt when we tried to start our podcast and our friends didn't want to help us? They didn't. They did. Some of them didn't. Uh, you know, I really want to say I hope certain people don't watch this shit, but... <laughs> You I are mean, sh- your shiny boots today. No, it just it also just depends on who consider themselves our friends. Okay, that's true. You I know, have a lot of friends, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like it just depends on who consider themselves to be your friend and feel like they didn't help us when I said that. All right, all right. So um, at the end of the day, create your content. But if you are a large creator and you pull ideas from smaller creators, I do feel like it's important to you know. Reach out to people and help people. I think it's kind of corny. I do definitely think that you should help people that's in the, that's in the same space as you, for sure. Yeah. Like, um... <laughs> it's a lot going on right now. It is. So, uh, I'll just say, like... However, like, all I was saying is, I think you should help people if you know that they have a potential good product. You should help them. However, everyone cannot start a podcast, and I do stand on that. And if there's beef going on and ain't got nothing to do with us, if y'all was beefing at that wedding, I should have been beefing Even at, at that, that wedding. Because if you can't go to Bill and Ochey, where the hell could you go? go? So now we're going to get into the beef. Hey, the beef. Hey. The beef. Ow. The mm. I wanted to freestyle, but. I, I see, because you got down. your snake skin on looking all sexy. It's like two degrees outside. And you came ready. Headlights you- on. What kind of car you said you were? You looking real cozy. I'm cozy. I fuck this shit. Y'all about to get a real thug every week. I told y'all. Who is the real thug? You still haven't told us. Me, nigga. When I do my head like this, me, I'm talking business. Who baby dubbed boy. you as a thug, though? I I don't need nobody. To, see, that's why I know I'm a real nigga. I don't need nobody to dub me as nothing. I dub myself. Who gonna tell me I'm not a real nigga? You? Well, I ain't think so. Well, the conversation wasn't about you being a real nigga. You said you were a thug. I am a thug. 
Do you know the definition know. of a thug? I'm about to Google. I'm about to Google. <laughs> but I know one thing that this is a lie. I thought she was going to keep singing. No. Maybe because I'm <laughs> That's the thug. My part. Oh. I'm the thug. Who you think wrote that for Trick Daddy? Trick Daddy? Ask him. Ask him about P Mama. He don't know who I am. I thought you said they call you P Rose. They did. That's how I see how she lost. She can't <laughs> even keep up. She can't even keep up with her <laughs> aliases. They used to call me Lil PP. Then I went to P Rose. And then I went to P Mama. Anyways. All right. All uh, right. <clears throat> so we're gonna get, we are supposed to get into the bad topic. So we are. What I wanted to talk about today for the sex topic, I wanted to talk about is waiting to have sex worth it. I had a conversation with my one of my close friends this morning, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to say who it is, but I was fucking with this dude a long time ago, and I told him, like, you know, he kind of crazy, girl. <laughs> he kind of crazy. This is the dude I told y'all that asked me to fart in his mouth. Oh, yeah. yeah y'all remember that story? Y'all remember that story? What did we used to call him? We had a name for him on the show. Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang. So if you Pootie Tang. Okay, Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang, yes, girl. So Pootie Tang done popped back up <laughs> trying to fuck with my friend. I said, ooh. I said, ooh. <laughs> he asked her to fart in his mouth. So, no, she I She tried. Didn't. I did. I was like. But it wouldn't come out. It wouldn't out. come out. It came out. It came out. I already told this story before, man. Let me get back ooh, to the current shout story. shout out to Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang, so yes. So, Pootie Tang tried to, well, not tried to, he was courting a friend of mine. Mind you, me and Pootie Tang don't have dealings anymore <laughs> because I couldn't fart in his mouth, and I guess that was just a deal breaker. He was breaker. upsetting. That was a deal breaker for the both of us. It was upsetting me and my homegirl. So, um, but recently, a friend of mine started talking to him, and they were going on a lot of dates, having a really good time. And, like, she was like, okay, she finally ended up deciding to have sex with him. This is after he's been courting her. And he's a nice guy. I always say that on the show. He's a very nice guy. He's going to take you on dates. He's going to show you a good time. So they've been dating, I'll say, probably about six weeks. And she finally decided to have sex with him. And she had sex with him. And he just kind of ran off in the wind. And ain't is really it, been fucking with her. Maybe that pussy just wasn't real good. You know what? Word to Jackie O. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll say this. Is sex worth it? Uh, exactly. So is sex worth waiting for? Because y'all could have fucked on the first night and figured out that y'all didn't have sexual chemistry. Right. And I think that that's more so what it's about. So it just boils down to having confidence in your pussy and knowing what your pussy like. Because I don't give a fuck. Like, if I like a nigga, I'm going to fuck you when I'm ready to fuck you. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the first Cause night I don't, cause, or... Because cause the last thing in my mind is ever a nigga ghosting me because of my pussy. Mm, okay, I see You what get what saying. I'm saying? So it's like, I'm going to fuck you whenever the spirit moved me to fuck you. Like, if I'm moved the first night, <laughs> then that's... Be, that spirit be moving you a lot, huh? No, you ain't talking. Hey. The spirit be moving you even more. Hey, the spirit moving me right now. We it don't even be this shit up. with Lex. It don't even be twenty four hours. You know what? See, no, I'm, I'm playing. I mean, you ain't lying. She's a lady. I am a lady. And she's classy. So that's what I'm saying. The question is: Is waiting to have sex worth it? Like, do you feel no. like? 
you don't feel like it's worth it. I feel like you should do whatever you want to do. I think I've said this before in a previous episode. Like, mm-hmm. if you, whenever you're ready to have sex with somebody, have sex with them. I feel like, too, sometimes women have to drop all of these rules. Like, I do think, I ideally, and I know we talk about this a lot on the show, like, feeling like a nigga got to do stuff for you or mm-hmm. you need to have a substantial amount of things from him before you give him some pussy or he needs to... He definitely, I guess, kind of needs to prove himself mm-hmm. if you're trying to I date agree. him. I agree. But just say you just want some dick. If you just want some dick, fuck that nigga if you want to fuck that nigga. But it's not about if you want some dick. What if you want more? Like, you want to, not necessarily a relationship, but what if you want to be hanging, like, you want this to be kind of your person? Well, make sure that pussy fire. Because if okay. it ain't, he might ghost okay, you. Okay, so now let's, okay, let's get into that. So if you, you can only fuck on the first night if your pussy fire. You shouldn't. Because <laughs> I'm saying no, because think about it like this. I'm saying no. If I fuck on the first night and my pussy is trash, he's you not going to talk fuck. to me no more. Yeah, so you shouldn't have fucked but that nigga. Because if, if you know your pussy trash, bitch, you know you need to wait three months. But if you wait three months, the nigga he has He might love you by the ex- exact... You see where I'm going with this? But imagine if you waited and your pussy fire. You see what I'm saying? It depends on how much that nigga like you, too, though. Because for a nigga to wait three months to fuck you... I mean, he's not waiting three months to fuck. He just waiting three months to fuck you. Well, yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because niggas do be spinning the block. They gonna spin the block. They they, they is gonna spin the block a few times. They is. Um... I just like I said, I feel like it's just it's up to you as a person, and I'm not never saying that what we say and how we feel is Bible. It, it ain't law because we ain't got all the answers. We ain't got no man. We ain't got no. We ain't got no ring. We ain't married. <laughs> we ain't even got no boyfriend. So I got a boyfriend in my head. Right, I'm your boyfriend. Me oh, and Lex go on man. dates together more than anybody. Y'all, I said this she the other go on night. dates with me more than she go with anyone. I said this the other night. Me and Dre was at dinner. And we were all dressed up. I said I can't believe. Can we got- go on a date after this? I might as well. I Why said, not? I said I can't believe I'm getting dressed up to go on to eat with you. And she looks beautiful, just like she does today. Cause you always look beautiful when you come to see your girl. Come on, girlfriend. Okay, so anyways, yeah, we don't never be trying to say that like what so, we say is Bible, so, but I do feel like I don't feel like it matters. I don't. I feel like whenever you want to fuck a nigga, fuck a nigga. However. If your pussy trash, just know he might not fuck with you no more. And in her defense, let me say, I'm not. Well, I don't know who, and I don't know who it is. is. I didn't. But in her defense, I don't think her pussy is trash. I just think that the nigga is is trash. But did he ghost you? No, but I will say. Well, there we go. No, but I also treated him a certain type of way. I used to be like kind of dismissing him and not paying attention to him. Because I was dealing with him when I was, like, falling off a of rapper bay. So he thought that I was like, oh, damn, she don't pay attention to me. No, I'm trying to get my old nigga back, and he didn't want me. <laughs> but that's another story. But that's, even, so, that's an even better way to get your old nigga back is by fucking with a new nigga. Right, so I was started fucking with him, but that's why that made that made Pootie Tang like me more because I wasn't paying attention to him. Shout out to Poot. <laughs> Lil Poot Poot. Lil Poot. Damn, Lil Poo. Lil Poo. But I'm going to beat Lil his Lil Poo was out of line. But he fine. He is fine. But it don't matter how fine you is. Certain shit is just out of line. Like, when you called me and told me that shit, did I meet, I, did I meet him before or after that? Af- no, you met him before. Because remember, you we invi- we told this story. You came over and you cooked the etouffee so I could trick him and make But him that wasn't I the first it. time I met him. I think the first time I met him was when we went to his friend's apartment. 
Oh, and yeah. Buckhead. I was fucking with that nigga for a while. Yes, I think he that was the me. first time I met him. So I'm trying to remember, did I meet him before the poop or after the poop? Let me tell y'all, with this poop, <laughs> we was like, y'all have to realize, we was seven months in and he just threw the poop on me. No, he wanted you to throw the poop on him. <laughs> I wasn't ready. Y'all, I'm still scarred by that. Because like when I be seeing that nigga, I'm like, damn, we could have been happy. We could have been happy. Happy and gassy. Mm-mm. I don't even want to talk about that story. This is the last time we're talking about Pootie Time. <laughs> well, we already haven't talked about him in a long time. I it just, was overdue. This is the last time we're talking about Pootie Time. Did he ask did he ask her to poo? I don't think so. She would have told me. She would have told me. But I told her about how he asked me to poo. But he didn't ask you the first time. Exactly. He waited like seven, eight months. But she might not get a second time. I mean, she might. You never know. I don't know, though. I feel like what type of nigga, what type of real nigga ghost shoot after you fuck him? I feel like this. Honestly. Well, I'll say this, especially at this age. Like, we're almost 30. 20, well, we I, are 30. He's 30. He's 32, 33. Like, you know better. Like, stop doing that. Stop treating people like that. If you fuck and you're not interested no more, just say that. Like, stop. Hitting people up every day, taking them on dates, then you fuck, and then you like, I'm not in. This is why I'm scared to turn 30, though, because I'm like, is 30 still like this? I mean, I'll say this. Like, I I just imagine, like, okay, still being in my 20s. Okay, once I hit 30, I feel like, okay, it's supposed to be like, you reach this pinnacle, and things are supposed to be a little different. I do be feeling like that in my mind. Like dating is supposed to be different. Sex is supposed to be different. So when now I hear sex, so when does I get better, but I've also gotten hornier. So when it I was hear, like the clock stroke 12 and I was like, well, I heard that the sex is better in your 30s. So that is what I'm looking forward to about turning 30 that I hear that you have the best sex of your you life. Something. I'll tell you something right now. 35 plus men, that's going to give you the best dick you done ever had. That's why I've already been fucking him though. So I don't know about that. Well, well, and we, on end, the nigga I just fucked, he not 35 years. Well, I'll say that for me personally, but I feel like that's why, like, don't get me wrong, I talked about Throwback Bay a lot on Patreon, so the people that are Patreon members, y'all know what's going on with that, but that's one of the main reasons I can't, he knows my body, like, when you turn 30, it's just like you want a little something different in bed. I cannot just fuck somebody and be done. Like, now I will say, I'll fuck somebody when I'm ready. But first date mm-hmm. sex is so unlikely because I want a connection. I have to connect with you mentally, physically. It's got to be a lot of shit, like, going on for me to fuck you on the first mm-hmm. night. I didn't even fuck Throwback Bay on the first night. I didn't. What did you fuck him? I fucked him on, like, probably it was, like, the third or fourth date. But that's because at that point, like, we had started, like, connecting. And a year and a half later, he's still beating Bama back in. I think that it's also easier, though, to not fuck a nigga on the first date when y'all live in the same city. No, it ain't. To me, it is. I think it's easier to not fuck a nigga on the first date when y'all live in the same city. Because you know know you're going to see him again. Well, because you know you're going to see him again, but then y'all both live here. So, bitch, if you start feeling horny and you getting that little tingle in your parts, Mm, you could just... That's a tingle in your parts. You could just go home. I feel you. You know, versus like, okay, if you go see a nigga... Like in New Orleans. Just say (laughs) I go to New Orleans or something. Like if I'm craving jambalaya or some gumbo. You just want to visit New Orleans. Crawfish at Toupee. You know... know. (laughs) 
for example. The okra. You know what I'm saying? For so, example. For example, you know, like if you go see a dude, I feel like it's harder to not fuck them the first day because it's just kind of like. Well, I already told y'all. We there. Yeah, but also if I'm flying. And we out, both about to go home to the same place. If I'm flying out to you. You getting some pussy. I agree, though. You I do agree done now. You what you needed to do to get me out here, so I'm fucking you. Yeah, now that I'm a little older, I do feel that way. When I was younger, though, you know I used to fly out to see niggas, and you was not getting no pussy. That's why you got left in Miami. Remember you told that story? I had the bread, though, so that's fine. Not, I mean, yeah, you did. You did get home. It wasn't a problem, but that's what I'm saying. I didn't care, though. I got some shoes, too. Let's not neglect that. I got some Louboutins while I was there. Mm. But he was a fuck nigga. He was a fuck nigga. And he was a white. Yeah, I was about to say that. Let me put my Dr. Umar look Not me putting my business out there. He was a white. Because you always be trying to play me, honey. I only dated that one white man, though, but I didn't fuck him. I definitely sucked a little pink peen. A little? Yes, it was little. More a few. (laughs) Okay, so... um, Let's move on. <laughs> we are not about to do this. It's Black History Month. It Fuck is. That's home. why I don't know why you bringing white people up. I just said, oh, I want to make sure my people are woke. And we know it. No, she Let just wants to be something. messy. She's talking about me being shady Before today. Before we move on to the bops of the week, I just want y'all to know, do not suck any pink peen this month. I don't care how much money he has. What if it's half pink? No. Like, what if his mama black? What side does he relate to i mean i feel like if you have black you black no pink ping this month no pink ping okay what's up y'all it's lex p and it's your girl dre and nicole and y'all know us as the brand ambassadors of that booty hole so we in a new year y'all it's 2020 and not only do you have to wash your hands but you need to wash that booty hole amen so the future of toileting has arrived okay it's technically been around for centuries but now it's just modern and updated okay what you got for us girl girl hello tushy you can sit on your toilet clean your booty hole real nice and clean you ain't even got to use no tissue. Okay, see, that's what I like. It's an attachment mm-hmm. that you add to your toilet, so it's not going to add no electricity, mm-hmm. no additional plumbing, and it's going to cut your toilet paper use by 80%, y'all. 80%. Yeah, because with Hello Sushi, all you got to do is poop, spray, dry, and go. You ain't even got to wipe. Now I'm that's, telling you. Oh, now, now we on that type of time I like. Okay. So even if you already have a tush on your pot, you can upgrade to the 3.0 model. They got new a new model out, girl. That's not expensive. And the good thing about it is that it cleans itself. You don't even got to clean it, girl. It oh, that cleans. is the best thing about it. You know what I'm saying? So y'all need to go to hellotushy.com backslash poor minds to get 10% off plus free shipping. This is a special offer to our listeners. Don't say we never got y'all nothing, okay? So go to hellotushy.com slash poor minds and you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping for your brand new bidet, Okay. No pink ping, hashtag. No so, pink ping. So you would never have sex with a white man again? No, I'm woke as fuck. No. The whole time, if I fuck the white man right now, the whole time I'm going to be thinking about how disappointed Malcolm X is in me right now. I'm going to be sucking that dick like Malcolm would never. So no, I'm not. I hope Malcolm would never suck no dick. Well, you know what I meant, goddamn. <laughs> I just meant, like, I would never want to upset him. Rest in peace, Malcolm. She disrespected you today. I'm not disrespecting him. I, that I'm... brother is soft. <laughs> 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 okay, so now we're going to get into 
the bop. Hey. The bop. Wow. The bop. Uh, what's your bop? I my bop this week is Star featuring Erica Banks. It's by Yellow Easy featuring <gasps> Erica Banks. I love because they sent yeah, yeah. Ow, yeah. He just played yeah, it. Yeah. I like that song. I like that. It's about yeah. Shout out to Yellow Beezy and Erica Banks. I feel like you know because Erica Banks been going crazy on the charts lately with Bussy. Yeah, she has. Um, I like Erica Banks. I do, but I just gotta you know I gotta see a little bit more. See if I'm really sold on her. You know why what you not sold yet? Um, because I feel like I haven't heard like a bar from her where I'm really like okay, okay, this yeah. is make, this is this done moved me. You know, like something like sometimes you, like, move, you ain't felt it in your chest. When Nikki used to rap, it used to really like get, get me in my soul. I was on the plane with Dwayne. I felt like I was on the plane with, with Dwayne. Dwayne. I know that's right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, but I like Erica. I love Yellow Beezy. I've said that plenty of times. He Yellow Beezy be singing. He is a sing- he he do be singing his ass off. <laughs> but I'll say this: what I like about him is because. Times have changed, and he's recognized that. So he don't care about dropping an album. I don't think he just drops fire singles, mm-hmm. and that's there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times y'all look at these artists like you're looking at these rappers to be the next Jay Z or the next Lil Wayne, and that's just not what some of these people are. They're okay with dropping fire singles for you to pop your pussy too. So, I mean, and you should never compare new artists to Lil Wayne and Jay Z because they had a crazy, or even to Drake, even to Drake, or even to Drake because they had a crazy career. Do you want to tell them about the conversation we had the other day when we went to dinner uh, about Drake and Michael Jackson? So, me and Dre went out to eat the other day. I'm going to make this real fucking yes. quick because I'm mad about it. Because he probably listening right now. But it's now. part of the music discussion. Uh, we went to dinner the other night. It was supposed to be just me and Dreya. And, you know, the BDBs was looking. So they the BDBs came, come out at night. They do. So they came over to our table. Um, and we were having dinner, and we started talking about music. Because y'all know I love music. And they decided to debate me on who was better between Michael Jackson and Drake. When I tell you we almost got kicked out of this restaurant because I was so damn mad, we almost got kicked out of the restaurant. How dare you? How dare I almost turned into a Karen. I was so mad. We were so loud. We're seeing you. We literally had the whole restaurant, though, like, debating with us. The only people that were mad was, like, the, like, you know, the waiters and waiters. And then I started getting my bag. I was like, we done spent too much money. Get out of my face. Like, I can't tell a nigga. First of all, you old. Drake was screaming at the man, telling him, you're old. You know better. Because they were trying to say Drake was better than MJ. Drea was so mad. She started telling this man. And y'all like, know how much I love Drake. <laughs> but Michael Jackson is better. I told y'all, Drake pissed me off when I went to his concert. He was trying to sing Michael Jackson. That pissed me off. Billie Jean. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Billie Jean. Oh, 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 oh. I said, oh, fuck no. I was so mad. I really went to the box office. I said, give me my goddamn money back. <laughs> Beat your ass, Drake ass. I'm still beefed up with OVO to this day. What's his What's his little uh, producer name? Engineer. Forty, you can get it too. I'm about to beat all y'all ass because Drake was wrong. He was very out of line. But what I'm saying is, but I just feel like it's two different. It's two different. It's two but different also, lanes. You can't really compare. Michael them. Jackson is the greatest entertainer of all time. Up next to him, people would probably say, like, the Beatles, things like yeah. that. Drake, I, 
cool. He's like up But there. he did say I got more slaps than the Beatles, and he do. I mean. He really do, though. By numbers, but what I'm saying is he do. it's Michael Jackson. We're not talking. It's Michael Jackson. Okay? So, yeah, that's what happened. We almost got kicked out of a restaurant last week because um, y'all got Michael fucked up. Um, My bop of the and week. And that nigga still old. The one we was talking to. <laughs> he, was, he, he was trying to take us uh, to the, he probably, the lottery this weekend. What Ryan said, he thought his name was Drake. He was oh, so, yeah. <laughs> that nigga was so old when that shit, when Drake So Far like, Gone came Drake out. Oh, yeah, this new artist named Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Drake was like, you was like 35 when So Far Gone dropped. You know better. He was. He was old as fuck. Oh my God! He was like twenty when Dirty Diana came out. We wasn't even thought of. Bitch, he tried it. He trying to be hip with us, but now we looking at you sideways. Nigga, what are you talking about? You know what's funny? I really think that's what it was. Yes, he thought we was gonna agree, but he also I don't think he he didn't know how old we were as well. I mean, we're not old old, but but we're old old enough enough to know. know. But we old enough to know. Yeah, really, like because when I told him how old I was, he was like, "What?" Like, I think they thought we were, like, 24, 25. Yeah, I could see that. So, but either way it goes, just that let me know you a lying-ass nigga. Mm-hmm. And you old. You a throwback and you old. <laughs> Not a throwback. You old. That's what Jocelyn remember. Jocelyn, you, you a throwback and you old. Ooh, that's But you got to say it with the accent. Uh-uh. You a throwback and you old. <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> let me finish up my bop of the week, because this is actually an older <laughs> song that came out about three years ago, but I just discovered this artist, and I really like her. Her name is Kalila, and she has a song called LMK. It's uh, short for Let Me Know. Mm-hmm. And um, it it gives me those vibes of, like, let me know what the fuck is going on. Y'all know who I am about my R&B songs, and I love R&B songs with a message. So just like I was saying earlier, when guys, this song is not necessarily about a guy fucking and ghosting, but I feel like just let me know. Why we got to play these games? Mm-hmm. That goes back to the topic we talked about a few weeks ago, like why dating is so hard because people don't want to say what's on their mind. Right. And really speak what's on their mind because I'm the type of person at this point, let me know. Please just let me know. Because I'm going to let you know. Period. So, yeah. Kalila, LMK, that's my bop of the week. So, now y'all know this is my favorite part of the show. This is my let me favorite drink part. the rest of my drink. I got to get into my uh, mm-hmm. get into my singing bag. So, you, you singing? You going to sing? Oh, this is the one that we breaking down. Yeah, so y'all know we like to break down lyrics. So the reason I wanted to break down this song, because y'all know I recently got into um, meditating again. So I've been meditating, and every time after I finish meditating, I just be like in a good mood. I feel so Mm -hmm. free and released. So Mm -hmm. this is the song that I listen to every time. So um, the song we're breaking down today is Upside Down. By the one, the only, Diana Ross, hun. Okay. So. Ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? I am ready. Because I have to obviously read the lyrics. Okay. Hold on. The internet moving a little slow. It is a little bit, (laughs) y'all. Sorry. Wait. Hold on. Let me pull it up on this one. Okay. I got it. So what I'm going to do is. Got it. For y'all, because I know a lot of young, a young, a lot of young kids listen to the show. Now y'all, I'm getting in auntie mode right now. So we've been sing, in auntie mood, mode, obviously. I'm gonna sing the first part of the song. So you ready? Oh, I'm. Then I'm gonna break it down. Mm-hmm. I said upside down, you're turning me. You're giving love instinctively around and around. You're turning me. Yes. 
upside down. Boy, you turn me inside out and round and round. Upside down. Boy, you turn me inside out and round and round. Okay, go to the first verse. <laughs> go to the first verse. Instinctively, you give to me the love that I need. Mm. I cherish these moments with you. Let me stop you right there. I was trying to low key, you know, I wanted to really sing it, but. Uh, you want me to. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was ready. Just break it down. Break okay, it down. Okay, okay, okay. So, with this part, you know she fucking with a BDB. Because you got to think Do about. Do we? Yes. Because if you're giving her that love that she needed, she's cherishing these moments. Like, if you think about it when you cherish a moment with a nigga, that means he done gave me some good dick, fed me some good food, and bought me something I wanted. Those are the three cherishing things in my heart. And Diana Ross, her baby daddy was rich. Tracy Ellis' I mean, I daddy know. is rich. Mm -hmm. So she was messing with a BDB at this moment. And this is how I know Diana... Would have been, okay, so remember how we said if poor minds was like back in the day, Trina would have been like a poor minds advocate. Mm -hmm. Now, if we went back to the, the 80s, Diana, Diana would have been a poor, poor minds advocate. She would have been a poor minds advocate. Okay. And let me tell you why. Read the next part. Respectfully, I say to thee, I'm aware that you're cheating when no one makes me feel like you do. Now, we told y'all about these BDBs. They do be cheating. Respectfully. So, I agree after reading that. Respectfully, he was working I at bread. I'm aware that you cheating, but I, when no one makes me feel like you do. He was breaking bread. He was breaking bread. He was breaking some serious motherfucking bread. Like, you cheat. Yeah, he was busting her down with that deed. Busting her upside down. You're turning me. You don't give love. She was feeling it. She was getting that money it was, and that deed. She was getting money. Getting that head, getting that bread, then leave. Well, she wasn't leaving. <laughs> I'll say this. There is nothing in the world that will make a woman sing on a track that went platinum and it's still a classic to this day. Like when she was in that studio, she knew this was a, a, a hit. She knew that people were going to be listening to this 30 years from now. And she said, I know this nigga cheating, but fuck it. I'm going to let people know for the rest of the world, for everybody to hear from time and time and time on. So maybe that was like her get back. Get back. No. Because she knew she wasn't going to leave him. So it's like, let me make this song and let everybody know that I know. I ain't stupid. <laughs> exactly. Y'all hoes think I'm stupid, bitch. I ain't stupid. I know what the fuck going on, but I still ain't leaving this nigga. Because okay. I do some shit like that. Okay, so go to this part. I know you got charm and appeal. You always play the field. I'm crazy to think you're all mine. As long as the sun continues to shine, there's a place in my heart for you. That's the bottom line. Fuck all that. <laughs> what? Fuck all that. Fuck his charm and appeal. That nigga always playing the field. She knew. You know what you getting him. Nah, he had to give her a couple M's. Because it couldn't be a couple thousand. It wasn't. It's Diana Ross we talking about. Yeah, I know. It wasn't. It was some M's. It had to be because she dumb. That's the kind of dumb. Dumb. On this track. She wasn't dumb, though, because you don't know what she was getting on the back end. You got hoes <laughs> that's doing all this stuff. You got hoes that's singing Upside Down right now, and upside. they at McDonald's with that nigga. 
They, it's not the same. Or they singing it from working the drive through. That's what I'm saying. Ain't nothing wrong with working at McDonald's. I'm just saying. No, it ain't. But, but you shouldn't saying, be singing upside you down. You shouldn't be singing upside down unless you're dealing with a BDB because that's how I was feeling. Well, if they I was dealing with a BDB, they wouldn't be working at the drive throughs You never know. I do know. No, I'm not the being fuck? funny. There's a story about um an athlete. This happened in like the early 90s. He went through a drive through and saved a girl from the drive through and I can't Okay, remember. but that's the point that I'm making. Once he saved her, did, was she still working there? Okay, okay. You get it. But I just had to break that down because Missy I was like, Elliott. I was like, Whoa. Oh, it was sampled by Missy Elliott. I was like, I know you fucking like Missy is not this old. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I am not about to play. <laughs> so yes, yeah, shout out to Diana Ross. She had a BDB back in the day. She was sucking his dick. Possibly she was singing about Diana, um, I mean, Tracy Ellis Ross's father. We won't say that. I'm going to just throw it out You there. think that that's who she was talking I about? Think it, I think it possibly was. You don't think so? Hmm. When, when did the song come out? Let me look again. It was like 1980, around the time of... You was born. You a whole ass nigga, dog. <laughs> you a whole ass nigga, bro. God damn. Yeah, Jeez. it came out. It came out June twenty fifth, nineteen eighty. Okay, and so Tracy Ellis Ross was born. Oh, she was born in nineteen seventy two. So it came out. Yeah, it could have been someone else by that point. Possibly. What's her daddy name? Robert Ellis Silberstein, a music business manager. But he was like known in the industry. Mm-hmm. I know that's right, Diana. At the end of the day, I fuck with you for that. Yeah, I love I know. Diana. Okay, so now we're going to get into the questions portion of the show. If you want your questions answered, make sure you email us at askpoorminds at gmail.com. That's A-S-K-P-O-U-R-M-I-N-D-S at gmail.com. And um, if you're a top-tier Patreon, you can get your question answered on the show. I don't want to lie to y'all. We about to get rid of this shit. So if you're a Patreon top-tier, you better send that hoe in right now. Yeah, facts. Um, okay, so the first question is from a Patreon member, and it says, Hi, Lexandrea. Ignore the question I sent previously. I need some advice about friendships, as you both seem to have such a strong friendship together. Amen. Mm-hmm. You be always missing. I have been friends with my best friend. You can call her Sam since sophomore year of high school. We are now both seniors in college. We go to different colleges, but still live in the same hometown on breaks and during the summer. We have remained best friends throughout the years. This past summer, Sam made new friends that are local to our area. I obviously was cool with it. The more the friends, the better. And they seem like chill people. The only problem is they really don't have shit going on with themselves. They really only care about going out and getting fucked up daily. And I really don't and don't really do anything else. Like I'm talking no ambition and they'd be okay with working at McDonald's as a 26 year old. Now we just talked now about that's McDonald's. ironic. That's crazy. The irony. We was just talking about McDonald's. We was. Weird. Okay. We need that check, Mickey D's. <laughs> I still love Sam, but her but her priorities are shifted now to going out every night, and she really doesn't give a fuck about what her next move in life is. When I talk about my goals or us like getting successful, it just doesn't even interest her anymore. That's her life, and I'm not here to control it. But I'm focused on starting my career and graduating and moving out of our hometown, and everyone we now hang around doesn't even think about stuff like that. 
I would feel bad cutting off Sam, but I don't feel like we have a good, meaningful friendship anymore. And there's definitely distance between us now. I also want to, I also don't want the new group of friends energy around me because they are just not my type of time. I don't think I'm better than any of them. We just want different things in life. Please let me know what you guys would do in this situation. I'm sorry this is kind of long. Oh, you want me to go first? Yeah. Um, hmm. I don't know. I feel like you could still be friends with her. Mm-hmm. Like, that's your childhood friend. It's no reason to me why you should necessarily cut off the friendship. Um, I feel like what she chooses to do with her life is what she chooses to do. I think a lot of the time when you're young, too, people don't realize that, like, I used to care a lot about what my friends would do when mm-hmm, I was younger. Mm-hmm. Not to say that now that I'm older, I don't care anymore because I do still care. But at the same time, it's like it's their life. It's their decisions to make. It's their path. So you can't get yourself caught up in what your friend is and isn't doing with her life as long as you doing what you feel like you need mm-hmm. to do to get where you want to go. I don't feel like that's a reason to cut somebody off. I kind of agree and I kind of don't. Okay. Because I feel like... I was this person, and I had friends around me when my, like, my last few little years in Houston, and I had friends around me, like, we wasn't really, not all of my friends, just, like, one person in particular that I was hanging out with a lot, she didn't have nothing going on. You have. But I'll say this, you can really elevate so much further in life by surrounding yourself with like-minded people, seriously. I feel like when I moved here and conversations that we started having and things that we started doing, it definitely helped me elevate. Cause I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, it's fun to go out and have fun every now and then. But if you just chilling and y'all not talking about nothing, y'all just getting drunk and there's nothing productive going on. I don't want to spend my time like that. But you don't have to cut off every, cause I, I'm not saying yeah. cut her off, but you definitely, I would say limit your time with her. Cause I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not interested <sighs> in being around somebody that all we do is drink. And talk about bullshit all day, every day. Well, I'm definitely giving this advice from the perspective of trying to put myself in the shoes to understand where you're coming from. Because I think that I've said on numerous episodes that I feel like you shouldn't have no friendships that aren't beneficial in some type of way. And I'm not saying that they should be have they should have to be beneficial in a financial way necessarily, right. but it needs to be beneficial in some type of way for you to maintain the friendship. Right. Okay. So with that being said, um, I feel like maybe just because and that's why I said what I said, because maybe just because her friend don't really know what she wanna do with her life mm-hmm. or maybe she's lacking ambition right now, maybe it's other reasons why she should still maintain the friendship. Right. You know that's why I said you didn't give us too much insight, but right. like I said, um, it's okay to still hang out with And y'all still young, her. so she probably might end up getting she her... She was like 26. Oh, she said that was... Well, she said 26 working at McDonald's, so I'm guessing that's their age. Oh. I don't know. Next question. <laughs> I don't know, sis. I don't know. Do she be giving you free McDoubles? No, she wasn't saying that she worked at McDonald's. She was saying if you like, she didn't want that to be their lives. Oh. But like I said, I feel like surround yourself with like-minded people. But it's fun to have friends to go out. I'm gonna need a McFlurry or something. Not a McFlurry. Come on, man. This one, right? No, you had it on. Oh, I had it up. Mm -hmm. Okay, family members need to mind their motherfucking business. Damn, you said that hard. She didn't even type it out. She said MF. I know what she mean. You are violent. <laughs> Woo! First off, I want to say I love you girls. 
I'm listening to the new episode and it struck a nerve with me. Lex, I had a similar situation to yours and my dad's friend's daughter took me to get the abortion <laughs> and wait, I wait, ended wait. up moving away and nobody knew about what I had what I had did except for me and his daughter. I mean, me and my friend's daughter. Months later, my dad calls me and brings up the situation. Not only did he tell my mom, but he told his sister and she told her daughter, which is my cousin. My cousin told, I'm confused already. My cousin told her ex-best friend who she still hangs with. Her friend has been jealous of me since we were kids. My cousin, ex-best friend with her baby daddy. I don't, so everybody know. Everybody know. Let's just say that everybody, everybody know. know. Everybody know. Everybody know. <laughs> she said, shaking my fucking head. Hold on. Her best friend. Okay, with her baby. Okay, her best friend went and told niggas who I was trying to fuck with me about my situation to make me look bad, but it made the niggas want me even more. So oh. her loss. Now, hold on. Her loss. She's, no, and she didn't say her loss. She said her lost. I also went to fight this bitch. <laughs> And she called the cops on me, as she should. The fuck? You hooligan? (laughs) I was so mad. Like, what the fuck do my situation got to do with you? She put a whole bunch of exclamation points. Y'all don't understand how hurt and embarrassed I was about this situation. I honestly hated my dad and my cousin ex-best friend for spreading my business. It took me a long time to forgive and forget everybody that hurt me. The only reason why I had the abortion is because I was drug raped. My cousin is so lucky. I haven't told her mom that she is a coke head, powder ass, powder head ass bitch. Woo! I just needed to get that off my chest after listening to the episode. Oh, bitch, it wasn't even a question. I, I need. Um, What's up, girl? Well, I'll say this. It wasn't a question. It wasn't a question, but we're going to treat it like a question today. You. Because I've been through that before. I think this was after the episode when I said, you know, my cousin had told, you know, whenever I got my abortion and my cousin told. Remember? Yeah, I know what episode, episode she was talking about. Well, well, you know, we have a new a lot of new listeners, so I didn't want them to be confused. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, sis, you just got to let that hurt go and move on. Fighting is not going to solve anything. Like, sometimes people do things to you that you would never think that they would do, but I don't put nothing past nobody. So I would just say let mm. that hurt go. And move on. There's no need to fight. There's no need to get mad. Now, I will say, I don't think that the men wanted to fuck with you because you had an abortion. That's what she said. I don't think niggas be like, yo, she what? had an abortion last week. I'm trying to fuck. Because that's what she said. She did say she that. Said, I read. I know, bitch. I read it. So, I don't think that's why they wanted to fuck with you. But I don't think that's something that you need to focus on. Okay. <laughs> so, it says podcast question. Thank you. You know what's the question Hey, guys, oh this God. question is for Drea, because I know Lex P don't play that gay shit. Thank you. <laughs> what? Thank you. Wait, what? I'm not nothing against it, but I'm not eating no coochie now. Not eating no coochie. <laughs> so, this question is for Drea, because I know Lex P don't play that gay <laughs> shit. We heard you the first time, bitch. Read the rest of the question. This question is for Drea, because I know Lex P don't play that gay shit. <laughs> But I'm currently dating around, and as a newly bisexual woman, I find myself in a position where I'm getting to know both a lady and a man. Even though I feel more comfortable dating men, this woman I'm getting to know connects with me spiritually and emotionally. I've obviously had sex with men, but not women. 
I haven't had sex with either of the two people I'm getting to know, but the girl is just giving me vibes that she's a real freak because she really knows what she's doing. And I know Drea have been had some sexual encounters with some girls. So my question is, what's the difference between straight sex and girl on girl sex? And is it more emotional and intimate? Because I'm experiencing some feelings I've never felt before. I really don't know, but just to let you know, love you guys both from London. Come on, Cuchita. Let them know. Let them you know. lit liquor. <laughs> <laughs> you are you, stupid. You cootie queen. You lit liquor. We gonna name this episode Coochie Queen. I'm not. You know what? So, um, I definitely feel like it's it's a different experience. You know, having sex with a woman and having sex with a man, it's a different experience. I feel like women are more in tune there the sex is going to be more intimate mm. um especially if you're younger nine times out of ten you're going to actually have an orgasm Ooh, the first time you had an orgasm was from a woman no it was from a man oh. but i'm saying if you're younger and you're fucking with women early i mm. feel like you'll probably have an orgasm with a woman before you will with the okay, man because younger men don't really know what they doing they you know them. women are more in tune because it's like y'all have the same anatomy so they know what your spot they know where your spots are they know what to leak they know what to do to make you come because they know what makes them come mm -hmm. so i definitely think it's more of an intimate um experience it's definitely different um but bitches are crazy so I love to always forewarn people about that part of it before you decide to get intimate and intimate and have sex with another woman. You got to understand, like, the same way bitches be tripping over niggas, they going to trip over you if your sex fire. Because women don't really know how to differentiate. So, yeah, that's okay. it. Like, I just really feel like that's personally why I don't really fuck with women like that anymore because they just be crazy. Like, you be thinking you just fucking a bitch just like with a nigga. You think you just fucking somebody and then bitches be like, ah, oh, but you ain't call me back, bitch, and I'm not. So, yeah, I don't know. Advice from Ask Lex, what's her, what's her experience? I don't eat coochie. I ate coochie one time and I never looked back. I must have ran out that house so quick. No, that's what, what the, it's Black History Month, so I'm not gonna say what the coochie was. All right, let's move on to the next. <laughs> what's, uh, all right, you want to uh, go ahead, read it right there. Start right there. I gotta read the next one too. It's the last one. Hey, y'all, please don't say my name. First of all, I want to say thank you so much for everything y'all is doing, and I really see y'all as my big sisters. I kid you not, y'all be talking that shit. Please don't change. The advice y'all give, I soak it all in. But let me hurry and tell y'all my issue. So I've been dating my boyfriend for four years, and he's amazing—he's an amazing man. He treats me good, open doors for me, buys me random flowers, rubs my feet, respectful, has manners, smart as hell, and great in bed. He also taught me so much about life and helped me grow as a person. I never felt like this about a man before, and I'm really in love with him. Head over heels. This is my motherfucking husband. Okay, he is girl, just a great man overall. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I just hate making men happy. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, you want to make that nigga happy today? Why? Why, Ebony? Why? 
it's just one thing. He just never had a stable job. Oh, so you told us all, all those great things. So now can, I get it. So you can finally tell us his ass broke. <laughs> Majority of the time, I buy everything, dinner. Even if we go on dates or say if we go out of town, I'm paying for the trip, personal items, literally everything you can name. I'm the one who's swiping the card. Is this a horror? But I really, it's a horror story. I'm scared. <laughs> Wait. Keep going. Keep going. Are you sure? I don't you know. You need a break? Let me cover your eyes. Thank you. are welcome. Okay. If we go out, I'm paying for the trip. Personal items. Literally everything you can name. I'm the one who's swiping the card. <laughs> but I really wish he would step up and get a job. But I do understand he is a full-time student in college. And he has his associate's degree and working on his next degree. He wants to be a physical therapist, and I believe he could do it. But now that I am pregnant... Oh, this is a skit. Hey, Stephen King ain't got shit on you, bitch. <laughs> but now that I'm pregnant and doing May, you can't even get an abortion, bitch. Drea! It's almost May. It's February. Should I talk to him about our financial issues? What should I do, sisters? Help me. You should have talked to him about your financial wait, issues so you got pregnant. She said this in November. We too late to save her. Well, bitch, duh. Oh, shit. Even if she sent it last month, she said the baby due in May. Oh, Lord. Even if she sent it in December. Oh, my God. The baby due in May. So she's far along. Okay, so you're far along now. Congratulations. The baby probably here. <laughs> um, should I talk to him about our financial issues? You should have did that for you got pregnant. Oh my god! You know what? I'll say this. So y'all are young, obviously. He's still in school. Send us the address. We're gonna send you a gift for the baby shower. Cause at this point, well, that's all. Send him a <laughs> Bitch, at this point, that's all we could do. <laughs> That's the way I feel about it. That's all we can do is support it because she about to have his baby. Okay, I'll say this, though. It seems like y'all are pretty young if he, you know, is still in school. So, um, yeah, y'all definitely need to have a financial talk because obviously things need to change. He needs to understand that just because you've been doing this for four years, you don't want to do that anymore. So you have to have that conversation with him. This is horrible. I understand he treats you well, but that's just not it. Love don't pay the bills, hon. I'm glad that you found a man that respects you. A broke you. nigga ain't never treated me well. How can you treat me well and you don't got no money? <laughs> Points were made. <laughs> Points were made. I don't understand. Well, sis, um, my prayers are up to you. Uh, let's hope that he just steps it up. I feel like maybe a lot, because a lot of times when men have children, that like manly gene just like kicks in. Like, you know how people say like that motherly gene kicks in when you have a baby and you just become a nurturing person. Maybe that'll make him want to step up and be more of a man because I don't really, it's not a lot of men I feel like that are dating somebody and they see their girlfriend pregnant and they're okay with her doing everything. Or the deadbeat gene could kick in. <laughs> yes. that is And that be true. happening too. So, mm -mm. Godspeed, Godspeed, hun. So yes, if y'all want your questions answered on the show, make sure you email us <laughs> at askapoorminds at gmail.com. Ooh, I'm ready. You need to calm down. <laughs> Let me take a sip of the yak. <laughs> I had to wet my whistle. <laughs> I had to get it ready. 
So y'all know we love to end the get show. Get it ready. Get it ready. Get it ready. Now I gotta bring this hoe in hard, cause Ryan said we're we doing Ryan. this for Ryan. This is shout out to Ryan. Shout out to you. You ready? You gotta look at all the cameras. Shout out to Ryan. This one's for you, you, yeah. and you. You ready, sis? I'm ready. It seems like just the other day when we hooked up. I was driving, you was walking, and I swooped you up. From that moment on, I knew you were the one, yeah. I was single, you was lonely, and we fell in love. We would sit and talk for hours about anything. Baby, you hang up, no, you hang up on three, hang up. I bought your whip, I paid your whip, I gave you everything. Said you'd always be my baby, then you bounce. How you gonna up and leave me now? How you gonna act like that? How you gonna change it up? We just finished making up. How you gonna act <clears throat> like that? How you gonna act like we don't be making love? You know we be tearing it up, breaking stuff that ghetto love how you gonna trip how can you ow, forget ow, ow. how you gonna act like oh i feel that shit how you gonna act like that Ooh, uh, fuck nigga let's get to the <laughs> I'm so, uh, what just happened <laughs> is everything okay at home no okay <laughs> What's the next part? I don't know. You know what? We gonna sing the bridge. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay, I go go ahead. You keeping in ghetto. Oh, I need you. Yeah, I keeping it ghetto. Oh, I won't need you. Yeah, I'm keeping it good. All I need is you. Oh, you better say that shit. You gotta sing the last part though. What? All I need is you, babe. Yeah, you're gonna act like that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> is everything okay at home? Keep it that way. Oh, oh, On the next episode, we gotta see computer love. Now you know that. Computer love. Y'all say that for next week. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Shoo Chewy. Chewy. We'll see y'all next week. (laughs) Bye, (laughs) y'all. Oh my god. Computer. Computer. I I forgot about that part. Computer love. I can't believe I almost let it go. You did. Keep it that way. Keep it that way. That's the best part of the It song. is. Oh, my God. Tyrese was in his bag. Cryrese. Shout out to, <laughs> to Cryrese. I should have said that. Shout out to Cryrese. <laughs>